Sing to God, sing in praise of his name. Extol him who rides on the clouds. Rejoice before him, his name is the Lord. A father to the fatherless, a defender of widows, is God in his holy dwelling. A God who sets the lonely in families, he leads the prisoners with singing, but the rebellious live in sun-scorched land. So, Jamie, what are your thoughts on that scripture? Well, today, of course, is Father's Day. And so I thought I'd start my talk today with like a little trick that sometimes I do card tricks or tricks with my, my children. So I thought I'd try it with people listening today. So what I want you to do is to close your eyes and I want you to think of a pack of cards. And now I want you to think of a card from that pack of cards. And I want you to visualize that card. Now, don't tell me what it is because I'll come back to it at the end of what I've got to say. Now, if I were to ask you to close your eyes again and visualize what God looks like, what do you see? How would he act? What is he thinking? Now, if I ask you to draw what you saw, what would it be like? Now, I imagine that most people would have thought, you know, a big guy in a white with a huge beard who's probably wearing glowing white robes and sitting on a huge throne in the clouds. But you haven't drawn your father or a key father figure in your life. But that is how God presents himself in the Bible, a father to the fatherless. The concept of God the Father can be, you know, a hard concept to resolve if we have had a harmful, challenging, difficult or absent father in our lives. But I believe that something within us knows what a good father should be. Good father loves, protects, encourages their children, recognizes their strengths and areas where they need confidence and builds them up despite their faults and weaknesses that may be holding them back. And today, it may be painful for some of us, those who have complex picture of a father or those who have lost or have had no father figure in their lives. But our father, God, will never leave or abandon us. It says in Psalms 27.10, Though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. God is there to fulfill the role of a good father in our lives. Deuteronomy 1.31 reminds me of my daughter's ninth birthday. We'd gone as a family to stay and have a holiday with some friends from Slovakia. And on the first day, it was my daughter's birthday. And we went to a huge outdoor inflatable assault course. Within one minute, my daughter shot down a huge slide, hit the bottom really badly. Her leg swelled up and she couldn't walk in it. So I spent the next week carrying my daughter around until we came home. We had it x-rayed and it turned out she had fractured her leg. Now, I love my children. When you see them in pain, you would do anything to make it better. And I wanted to make sure that we still had a holiday. We wouldn't go home, even if it meant me carrying her every day. And God sees you in the same way. It says in Deuteronomy, and you saw how the Lord your God cared for you all along the way as you traveled through the wilderness, just as a father cares for his child. God loves you today, just as a good father cares for his child. So today, however you see this Father's Day, God promises that in him we have the perfect father who loves you, will never abandon you, and will always want the best for you. Now, I asked at the start you to visualize one card from the pack, remember? Now, statistics has shown that that card, if you visualized it, would have been the Ace of Hearts. I also asked you to visualize God and maybe consider instead of visually thinking of an old man with a gray beard, as most people do, visualize a good father with his arms around you, telling you that you are loved. 
for me, as I've read through Psalm 68 and the verses we've read, obviously focusing on verse five, you know, God is our father, our heavenly father, and he is our father when our earthly fathers perhaps aren't there for us or haven't been what we thought they should be or, or whatever. God is, is still there. I kind of want to focus on verse six for me. That spoke out to me the most in terms of God sets the lonely in families. And having a father is crucial as we're growing up, as is having a mother. And also having family around is also really important. And when you belong to Christ, it means that you have a family around the world. Wherever you are, we're all brothers and sisters in Christ. That's what we call each other. Other men are other brothers, other women are other sisters. And just want to share really, really quickly a quick story of, of my experience of that. Uh, when I was in the Air Force serving out in the Middle East, uh, we were out in the desert and there was a little church tent set up by the Padre. And very early one Sunday morning, I went um, before we went out doing what we were doing, uh, I went to go and see him. And he was there sat reading his Bible. And I just sat down and in the middle of the desert, in the middle of this quite chaotic situation i was just able to sit with my brother in christ he led a little service just for me and the presence of the lord was there and it was absolutely incredible and it was just testament to this verse that god sets us in families when we feel lonely if we're feeling cut off from our natural family god provides family around us to help encourage us uh, which I think is really, really special. So I, I love this this set of verses. Of course, the government also recognizes loneliness as well. Now we're allowed to meet in these bubbles. And so if you are on your own, if you're single or you're just on your own and you're feeling lonely, you can now be set into a family. You can now meet up with friends who you consider family or perhaps even a, a church family that you've either gotten to know or are curious about that you want to go and get to know. So just encourage you, you know, God is our father. And he longs to set us, particularly if we're feeling lonely, into a family. Well, we've been looking at Psalm 68, which talks about God as being a father to the fatherless. And if you haven't got a father, for whatever reason, there is a promise from many scriptures in the Bible. And Jamie has just mentioned a few in his talk, but there's a promise from many scriptures in the Bible that God will be your father and that he will be a good father. However, if you face the challenges of being a father, there are many scriptures that will also tell you how to be the best you can be. And there are Christian men and women who can talk you through these teachings if you want some help. Also, there are organizations like Care for the Family. They have resources just for dads called Who Let the Dads Out? And you can follow them on Facebook and Twitter. At Twitter, it's at Dads Out. And they've got a website as well, which is www.careforthefamily.org.uk. And also, you know, one scripture that comes to mind is Proverbs 6. It says this, it says, start children off the way they should go. And even when they are old, they will not turn from it. And, you know, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. So if you are striving to be the best dad that you can be, perhaps finding security in your own faith and who you are and peace and understanding about your own father is a good starting point. And maybe a good way to start that is to talk to a Christian friend or find and join an online alpha course.